Welcome to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show, the premier podcast of indie wrestling. Well, you ought to just change the name of the show to the Caleb Conley Show. Our studio line is area code 213-816-1605. With your host, Bunkhouse Bob. I don't sign autographs. I'm not, and I, and I very, very rarely take pictures with people, but if people insist in their nights, then, then I'll do that, so... And the lovely Laura. I am a true and total lady. I would never headbutt anybody. live from the Armory Wrestling Radio Show. I'm your co-host, Bunkhouse Bob. We'd like to thank you for joining us this evening. Joining me in just a few moments, as always, will be the lovely Laura. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in, wherever you're tuning in at, and however you may be tuning in, whether you're listening to us on Blog Talk Radio Live or whether you're downloading us on iTunes. If you go to iTunes and simply type in Armory in the search bar, click the podcast link, Go down to the podcast section, and you can find us there. We can also be heard uh, streaming overseas at www.fnxnetwork.com. We certainly appreciate all of their support. We've got a good show for you tonight, folks. I'm trying to uh, shake the cobwebs out. It's been a long day for old bunkhouse, but uh, we'll we'll manage to pull through. Tonight's episode, uh, we have Patton Jones, independent wrestler. He's also the promoter for Scars and Stripes Wrestling. We also have a good friend of the show, True God, will be on. And also stopping by will be uh, Matt Classic. He's going to talk about the AIWF Super Show coming up here at the end of October. Folks, our studio number is 213-816-1605. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can do that. Our Twitter address is at from the armory. And because I am senile and I just don't remember, Laura will tell you our Facebook page information. Yes, I will see now, Bob. It is facebook.com backslash live.armory.nine. See, I didn't give Laura the resounding intro that I I normally do, and that's because uh, Laura is probably going to carry about 90% of the show this evening. I'd like to thank everybody for all the uh, the concern and the well wishes. Uh, there was a tornado that passed through our area here where I live at on Monday. It actually came within a mile of where I work at and uh, had a lot of people with a lot of, lot of damage and, and a lot of uh, destruction, but no one was hurt. Uh, everybody is fine. But it's been a long couple of days, a lot of people without power, a lot of people that are, that are hurting. So uh, we certainly want to keep those in our thoughts, uh, people in our in, – in our thoughts because they're part of a community. And we're going to talk about community here in, in just a little while. Um, we'd also ask that you would check out uh, one of our other sponsors, www.sslclothing.com. They have some uh, terrific stuff out, Caleb Conley shirts, Cedric Alexander, John Schuyler, Corey Hollis shirts, 
a uh, lot of uh, legacy line of clothing. So so please check them out. I think I think that you'll uh, find some stuff on there that that's pretty cool. I wanted to let our listeners know, and I wanted to thank them, and I know that Laura does too, because we mm-hmm. are winning the Wednesday Night Wars, Laura, one listener at a time, because of the support of people that are listening to this show, just like you. Yes, I'm pointing at you. You can't see it, but I'm pointing at you. Because of people just like you, we have surpassed 14,000 downloads in 41 episodes. And we certainly thank everybody for your support Please tell your friends about our show. We cover independent promotions that may be in your area, some that aren't. We talk about a little bit of everything on this show. One of those things that we're one of those things we're going to talk about is former show guest Tessa Blanchard won the ECWA Super Eight Women's Tournament this past weekend and is now your Mm -hmm. ECWA women's champion. So we would like to uh, send congratulations out to Tessa. And I know, Laura, you had told me right before airtime that Tessa is involved in another show coming up that she wanted us to mention to our listeners. She sure is. It is Saturday, October the 18th, which is this upcoming Saturday, at the Clingham, or Clingman, excuse me, Clingman uh, Community Center in Rhonda, North Carolina. The doors open at 7 o'clock. Uh, the bell time is 7.30. Admission is $6 for adults, $3 for kids. Tessa is going to be wrestling Mr. Number One, George South. We love George South. Uh, little Donnie's going to be there. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to miss it. There's going to be tons of people there. Um, it's called Halloween Havoc. It's the uh, North Wilkesboro Extreme Wrestling uh, is going to be presenting this. So, And it, there's also a kid's Halloween costume. So go out and support uh, the good folks in Rhonda, North Carolina, uh, our good friends, um, Tessa, Little Donnie and uh, George South, which uh, I love George South, um, they're going to be out there uh, giving it their all. So go out and support them. And if I remember right, the first time that Tessa and George wrestled one another, they wrestled for almost 48 minutes, if my memory serves me correct. Somewhere in that You're neighborhood. You're exactly right. You're exactly so right. Uh, it was a good should, match. Yeah, should be pretty cool. And where one door opens... It seems that another door closes, and unfortunately, I, I got this information. Adrenaline Unleashed Pro Wrestling School slash promotion uh, out on the west coast, the Vegas area to be exact, has closed its doors after 10 years of business. It was announced on their Facebook page, and that is a huge loss for that area. Uh, one of the things that we talk about constantly is trying to get more information out of the west coast or, or uh, mountain mountain area, Vegas, you know, up the coast, and so on and so forth. Uh, huge, huge blow to the wrestling community out there. Uh, sorry to see that, you know, Adrenaline Unleashed is, is, is done. But, you know, it's not the first permission, promotion to close, and it certainly won't be the last. But I uh, was really bummed out when I heard that. I know that Allie Parker uh, is a uh, graduate of Unleashed Pro uh, and uh, – just unbelievable to me. So sorry to hear about that. But when one door closes, another door opens. And speaking of women's wrestling, Shimmer's ninth anniversary weekend is coming up October 18th and 19th at the Berwyn Eagles Club in Berwyn, Illinois. Uh, This looks to be set up as a taping for four events. 
and it couldn't come at a better time. Uh, there have been quite a few women's tournaments popping up as of late, and it's really good to see a reliable name uh, back in the in the mix for women's wrestling. There's a lot of tournaments that are that are popping up, a lot of shows that are popping up, and we're going to talk about that. <clears throat> Excuse me, folks. Um, because of re- reliability, I'm going to try to make a call to somebody, and he doesn't even know. He knows that we're calling, but he doesn't know what time we're calling. So I'm going to try to get a hold of this guy right now. I'm going to try to get a hold of Mark. Um, he is a uh, wrestler that was at the NCSW show that took place this past weekend that turned into a total debacle. And I'm going to try to call him right now, and we're going to see if we okay. can get a hold of him. Hello? Hey, Mark. Yes. Hey, this is Bunkhouse Bob and Laura. You're uh, we're live on the air with live from the Armory Wrestling Radio Show. No. Oh, hey, how you doing? I'm doing right. good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm I'm at work right now, finishing up. But uh, what can I do for you guys? How's it going? Well, uh, we're, we're we're doing really well. I wanted to know. I know that I had saw some posts from you on Facebook concerning the show that took place this past weekend for NCSW. And I wanted to yeah. know if, if you could give us, in a nutshell, you know, uh, from your perspective, what went wrong and what happened in the locker room on this show. Okay. Well, what what went wrong was, uh, and I appreciate you asking, um, but what went wrong was the guy didn't really promote it. Uh, he he just didn't do a good job with mm-hmm. uh, with letting people know and, and getting people out there. So when it came time to sell tickets, uh, there wasn't a lot of people in the in the stands there. So in, in the end, he was trying to pay people off the gate. And uh, once we realized that, it, it you know some of the guys got a a good idea of it about midway through the show and um mm-hmm. he went outside uh I, I believe it was intermission uh i got a text from my wife saying that he was outside talking to fans about how much he needed to make and how much he had uh how much he actually made off the show and that he was short mm-hmm. to pay the guys so the work kind of got around and um we asked him before the main event about you know pay and everything else what was going on and he's like, well, I don't really have it right now, and we'll see We'll see what's happening, and, uh, you know, I'll let you know. And then next thing you know, we see him during the semi, start packing up chairs and getting, uh, you know, getting everything into his car so he can get out of there uh, pretty okay. quick. So, meanwhile, there's two guys from Michigan. That, yes. I, and I probably sorry. should predicate this, Mark, and this is my fault. You were booked in the main event. I'm sorry, can, can you let the listeners know? Uh, what what the match was booked, who you were booked as, that kind of thing, because I didn't okay. introduce you as Mark. So, let's, you know, instead of just some guy, random guy named Mark, I know who you are, but why don't you tell the <laughs> listeners who you are? All right, guys. My name is uh, Mark James. I'm one half of the Brutes, uh, one of the, the tag teams in North Carolina, one of the top tag teams here. Uh, myself and, and Jimmy Parker uh, were facing Lewis Moore and Matt Houston, who were uh, the New Age, I'm sorry, the Mid-Atlantic Outlaws. And um, basically the way the match was set up, it was a four-way match for their heavyweight title uh, with mm-hmm. two tag teams in it, which is kind of weird to begin with. But uh, we were going to make the best of it. And um, during the whole time, it was myself and Lewis and Matt were, were talking. Jimmy was there for a little bit of it, but we were discussing about the fact that 
Wayne still owed Matt and Lewis from the last show that he did. Not much. It was like 10 bucks each, but still, it's the principle of the thing. And the right. fact that he hadn't paid us now. But that was the main event. The semi-main was George South Jr. and uh, Lady Tappa against um, uh, Samantha Starr and some other guy. I'm not sure who it was. Honestly, it was one of George South's friends, um, Jr.'s friends that he hadn't seen in a while. But during that match, again, Wayne Wilson got up and he started packing up everything and, and trying to run out. And uh, and we caught him in the lobby and, and then, you know, everything ensued. Um, during that, Baby Doll caught him at his car uh, <laughs> right right after the semi. Woo! And, yeah, Baby Doll caught him and she was um, talking to him about everything. And she kind of laid into him pretty good uh, mm-hmm. about not paying the boys and everything else. So, But half the show, it was weird because half the show was booked by this guy, John, and the other half was booked by Wayne. John had everything straight to pay his guys, but Wayne didn't. So it was, right. it was all kind of awkward uh, towards the end. And just it, it just sours. It just sours on the community, the wrestling community as a whole. You know, because it wasn't just wrestlers, from what I was told, that weren't paid. The ring crew wasn't paid. The rail rental wasn't paid. Chair rental wasn't paid. So it, it's all encompassing. <laughs> Oh yeah, correct. that's correct. Yeah, the ring the ring wasn't paid for, still hasn't been paid for. Uh, supposedly he's paying that next week. Uh, I haven't been. Jimmy hasn't been. Lewis or Matt, anybody. Um, the uh, Matt Cross who came down first time in North Carolina. Matt Cross actually, you know, name dropped and didn't, didn't right. get paid. Mad Dog Matt uh, Cross. Rick, Rick Savage. Yeah, uh, M Dog mm-hmm. Twenty. Um, uh, Rick Savage from American Diggers, ECW uh, guy. He didn't get paid. Uh, two guys from Michigan almost didn't get paid. Malice and uh, Akuma almost mm-hmm. didn't get paid. We actually cornered when we had them cornered at the car. We made them pay those two guys because they traveled the furthest, so they actually right. got theirs. There's two other guys in uh, Pennsylvania that uh, didn't get paid. Um, wow. And let's see, um, Mike Phillips or Seymour Snot. Sorry, he didn't get paid either. And who else? I'm trying to think. I believe that's pretty much everybody that right. he didn't pay out of, out of the whole thing, which is basically the entire roster that he booked. Let's put it that way. Right. He paid the Bravado brothers early, and he paid Jackson James early. So those guys were taken care of before the show. Right. And then everybody else was left kind of holding the bag at the end of it. It was pretty terrible. Well, Mark, I, we had a stack show to begin with, but we wanted to get this information out to our listeners because I'm going to talk on it for just a minute after after we hang up. I know that you're. I know you're busy, and and I want to get you back on the show. It's it's something that Laura and I have discussed before. I certainly appreciate yes. you taking some time out of your evening to let us know what really happened. I know there's been a lot of bannering back and forth on social media, but it, what better to get the information from somebody that was actually there and knows what happened? So appreciate you taking the time to speak with us tonight on this. Uh, anytime, man. I appreciate you guys giving me a call and giving me an opportunity to speak, and I'd love to come back on uh, and speak with you guys in the uh, in the future. Obviously, to promote you know good things about wrestling instead Absolutely. of bad. And to be honest, and, and for any fans that are out there or any wrestlers that are out there, I've been doing this for 14 years. This is the second time anything like this has ever happened. The high, the likelihood of this going on on a regular basis is slim to none. Uh, mm-hmm. And then nowadays with the social media and everything the way it is, it, it's pretty easy to, to get these guys and get them out, you know. Right. So as soon as we find them, we're going to get rid of them and it won't be a problem. 
Right, right. Thank you, guys. Understand. Thank you so much, Mark. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Mark. All right. You guys have a good night. Thank you. Thank you too. Bye now. And there goes Mark. We wanted to bring him on really quickly, and I, I could go into a really long dissertation right now, but I'm not going to because we have two guests lined up this hour, and I want to get to them. I want to get to Matt Classic here in just a minute. But I spoke to somebody that's a promoter uh, whom I, whose opinion I highly regard, and I believe that he holds holds mine in, in, in good light as well. What this does, folks, when, when situations like this happen, the first thing that we think of is the wrestlers, and we should because they're they're the ones that are there that were hired to get, you know, to wrestle, to be paid, so on and so forth. But this hurts the wrestling community. This is all-encompassing. It hurts the wrestlers. It hurts the fans. It hurts the ring crew. It hurts the guy that was brought in for chair rental rail rental it hurts the local 7-eleven on the corner when fans stop in there before or after a show to buy something it this just hurts and we've talked about this before as fans we have to have a responsibility to look into shows i can tell you this is what i know i know there were 39 people at this ncsw show and i have no idea of who paid and who didn't 39 people I know what the payroll was, and I'm not going to tell. I know how much the man yeah. had in his pocket when he walked in the door, and I'm not going to tell. Yeah. This was doomed from the start. As fans, you have to have some sense of obligation to check into promotions. Just because the poster looks good, and from what I understand, there weren't even posters. There were three posters put up. Most of the promotion was done on Facebook. Yep done on on Facebook and by word of mouth. You have to have a, yep. a sense of responsibility to check why into the you promotion. Got 39 people. Yep. Exactly. That's why you got 39 people. Um, I just want to say something real quick, Bob. I spoke with a wrestler last night who has worked for this gentleman and mm-hmm. I, I know it you know the fans have a responsibility, but I think this is what he and I both agreed on. People knew about this promoter. He's he's mm-hmm. done this before. So yeah, this is, the wrestlers yeah. need to say, look, I know about you. I'm not working for you. I don't care how much money you pay me because if a promoter doesn't have any wrestlers to work for him, a promoter cannot have a promotion. I'm gonna let so, I'm gonna let you can I'm gonna let you continue with that thought, Laura. I'll be right back. Okay. Um, it's just <laughs> the wrestler I spoke with, quote unquote said, you know, we as wrestlers have to stop whoring ourselves out. That's not my words or his. Um, to people like that. So it's been known this gentleman started up a promotion and folded a, a promotion before it even got started. So he's been known to do, you know, crazy things. So if you know someone is like this, maybe you should not agree to wrestle for them. Yeah, we Just uh, saying. You know, we talked about this. I'm not going to beat a dead horse over this, folks. We talked about this at the beginning of the year when stuff went sour for some promotions up in Canada and wrestlers were stranded in Canada. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that that promoter had a shady track record as well. Stick with Yep. Stick with some promotions that are familiar. Ask other fans. You know, the shows that we promote on here we tried to look into and make sure that they're they're okay. 
you know, we didn't promote this show. I know that Laura had said that she may go to it. She ended up not going to it, and she said, thank goodness, afterwards. Yes. You know, yes. We, but we never promoted that show. There, there are things that we have to do. We all have to be responsible. And speaking right. of responsible, I wouldn't be responsible if I didn't get this next guest on the air. Joining us right now from uh, AIWF, Matt Classic joins us. Matt, how are you this evening? Pretty good, Bob. How are you and Laura doing today? Pretty good? Yeah, well, not, not bad. Not bad, not bad. Can't complain. Can't complain too much. How are you doing this evening, okay? Not pretty good. Just another day in the life. I hear you, brother. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. Can't beat that. Know. Can't beat that at all. No. I know that you have a big show coming up in Chattanooga, Tennessee on October the 26th. Am I correct? Yeah, yes, sir. It's over the 26th, Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, TW Arena, 3 p.m. bell time. Why Why such an early bell time on this one? It's a Sunday. Okay, all right, all right. And I, I, I thought that I had saw right before we went on air, how many people, how many different wrestlers are involved in this super show? Uh, right now, I guess about 100 to 150, uh, 35 promotions to be exact. Good wow. God. Won't you why don't you do us a favor, Matt? Drop me some names. I like names. Uh, main event for the night. Uh we're gonna have the AWF Texas champion Jason Aero take on the PWA International Champion Joseph Von Schmidt for the PWA uh, international title. Uh, Joseph Von Schmidt, he's been around the world. Um we got the AWF World Cruiserweight title. We got local uh favorite or disfavorite, uh Drew Game taking on Cobra King, the current champion out of Mississippi. Uh, we got the World Tags and a four-way elimination with uh, First Gen from North Carolina, Casey Wills from Kansas, the current champions of the Texas Tornadoes from Texas, and the winner of the uh, uh, Tag Team Gauntlet we're going to have earlier on the card. Uh, we got two Giants uh, from the Georgia-Florida area. Uh, Jeter is taking on Logan Creed for the Passion of Wrestling title. Passion of Wrestling, um, they're based out of Dublin, Georgia. They're one of our partners. I got a Battle Royale, uh, IWA uh, Unlimited out of – Illinois, uh, Indiana area. They're sending a six-man tag, a Generation of Doom, J.P. Lightning versus Shark uh, Brazani, Scott Parker, and Josh Totten. I uh, got a, a random kind of eight-man tag, and Shane Daniels, Ty Tyson, Jacoby Boykins, and Zile versus Toby Farley, uh, Eric Michaels, Corey Dye, and Timmy Lou Retton. I got a match by All World Wrestling out of um, Logansport, Indiana, Ryder versus the Evil Amish. Uh, Survivor Series rules. I got Team YBW um, out of they're out of Jasper, Tennessee. YBW, they're another partner of ours, taking on uh, Team First Class. They're a promotion that runs every Friday night in uh, Franklin, Ohio. That's a partner of ours. Uh, Fighting Spirit Wrestling. Um, they're Jorge Maximo's uh, promotion. They're sending Certified Sexy versus the House of Pain under Lucha rules. We got No DQ oh. match at Lee Byford versus Tank, and we have a Cruiserweight Scramble to open the show. Man, I'm winded just hearing you rattle that off. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that sounds awesome. That just sounds awesome. Yeah, it's it a great really loaded does. event. Only seven dollars for tickets. I mean, can't beat that. Do what? Say no. that again. Seven dollars. That's all tickets cost. Shut the front door. Nope, seven dollars. That's the normal ticket price up at TWE Chattanooga. That's uh, whose arena we're using and who um, they're hosting the event. Uh, they're they're also partners in the AIWF. They have a beautiful arena. Seats about two hundred. Wow. There you go. Wow. What? 
What a deal. What a deal. Matt, I know that uh, I know that Laura has some questions for you, and Laura, I'll be right back. You go right ahead, Bob. Hey, Matt, um, glad you know, welcome you to the show. Glad to have you on. Talk about this. Wow. I mean, seriously, that is like a, a loaded card if I ever heard one. Now, you mentioned the – we've mentioned the AIWF. Explain to our listeners what exactly is the AIWF. Well, Laura, the AIWF is a sanctioning body. Uh, we sanction promotions around the country and the world. Um, and we have our own set of world champions. We got world champion uh, J- uh, Justin Flash out of Virginia, um, which mm-hmm. I know you're close to Virginia. Uh, so we have Justin yep. Flash out of Virginia. Yep. Uh, we got uh, the world tag champions, the Texas Tornadoes. That's Jacob Kilgore and Gillian Ramirez. They're a really good team out of Texas Wrestling Academy. Um, we got our cruiserweight champion, Cobra King, out of Durant, Mississippi. We got our um, women's champion, Divine Nicole, out of uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Sounds like you got a fire. Uh, yeah, are you just, okay? Just, yeah, just cooking in the house. You know how it is. <laughs> He's burning the house down. <laughs> He's a house of fire. Yeah, yeah. Show's so hot. <laughs> it, 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 it happens. You just got to go with the flow. I hear you, brother. I've been around long enough. I've learned to just go with the flow when something happens. <laughs> well, it sounds like I don't want to make a comparison, but it sounds kind of like a, a like a like a territory wrestling kind of thing. Sounds like old NCAA days. The right is it's territorially based, but unlike other organizations, we do have uh, deals set up for each promotion that's under a banner. They have access to our, our great partners. I have a, a ringside and cages out of Kansas City, Kansas, our official ring builder. Um, we have an exclusive belt maker out of Pakistan. He makes the best and cheapest belts around. Uh, we wow. also have a, a full-scale uh, design company that's partners with MoCo, West Virginia. Uh, they do all our, our merchandise as well as our graphics. So, I mean, we, we partnered with people outside the wrestling world to help people in the wrestling world. Well, that's, that is awesome. Um, you, you guys put on a great show. I've attended an AIWF show myself. I went to the Crazy 8 tournament this uh, past, I believe it was either February or March in Mount Airy. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. it was uh, March. Yep, yep, Crazy 8. It's, it's, we brought it back about five years ago, and it's been going every year since. Speaking of that, we got two names now so far. Um, we got uh, Jaden Newman, who's out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. And uh, Mr. Cameron Cade mm-hmm. out of Augusta, Georgia. That's, that's the first two. For... Cameron Cade's one of my favorite people in the whole world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cameron Cade's amazing talent. I mean, some people might like him, some people might not. Um, he was actually on the AWF Cruiserweight Tournament and back in February up in Jasper, Tennessee, which uh, James Anthony won. Um, but he's, he's great talent nonetheless. Uh, he lost last year the, the event you attended, uh, Kyle Matthews. But, hey, if I right. had to lose somebody, I wouldn't mind losing to Kyle Matthews. Kyle Matthews is the, probably the best technical wrestler that's unknown on the indies right now. Yeah, he's solid. There's no doubt about it. Um, I've seen Kyle wrestle in a couple of other promotions. Yeah, yeah, you guys have got a, a great, you know, collective of talent going on. Um, and you also dabble a little bit in radio shows um, all as well. So can you tell us a little bit about um, your radio show and where can you yeah, find we, it to we listen? Have a, 
Yeah, we have an official radio show. It's uh, every Sunday at 9. We're taking a hiatus uh, because we got to prepare for this big Pro Wrestling Showcase event. Uh, we're going to do a tape show up there. But um, every Sunday night, uh, we do Double DQ Radio. It's also on Talk Shoe. Um, every Sunday night, 9 p.m., we got all our guests from all over the AWF. Some nights it's fun. Some nights it's blah. You know, I, I'm sure just like y'all, you got to have fun every night, though. You do. You got you got to make the best of what you got. You know, That's a right. lot of times. And um, speaking of fun, uh, I would like to ask you. You know, does anyone ever think that you're the mass luchador, Matt Classic? Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard that before. But there's also I know another Matt Classic up in Canada, up in, in the far north, up in Quebec. So oh, I mean, okay. you never know. Maybe maybe, maybe Papa Classic spreading the seed. I don't know. <laughs> Perhaps so uh, <laughs> Well Matt We've enjoyed having you on the show So much and we'd like to get you Back on at a later date to have You know talk to you a little bit more in depth Sorry it's so kind of compressed But um, You know we always ask our guests You know to record us a little bump Something like you know hey this is Matt Classic, and you're listening to Live from the Armory Wrestling Radio Show in any in any fashion that you want to. So when if you'd like to do it, that would be great. And if you uh, want to, uh, you can go at any time when you're ready. All right. Uh, this is Matt Classic, and you're listening to Live at the Armory. Enjoy. Thank you very much, Matt, oh. for stopping by and talking to us tonight. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you all so much. I, I hope you all can get Tennessee, get Tennessee. Uh, we got the Crazy 8 March 21st of next year. Hope to see everybody out there. And, hey, this weekend we got uh, Ed Evans Mid-Atlantic in the Mount Airy Armory. We have Damian Wayne challenging Justin Flash for the world title. Hey, can't beat that. Pretty cool stuff right no, there. No, you can't. Uh, y'all thank- have a good one. Thank you so much, Matt. So much. All right. And there goes Matt. Great to have him on that card. Good lord! No wonder the show has I'm to tired. start at three o'clock. It, it won't be over until <laughs> ten or eleven. We well, said super show. That's a super show. I mean, he, he must have about seventy names. He had two of them. I mean, wow. He's not. They're not lying when they say super show. And I've heard a lot of great stuff about AIWS, the organization. And like I said, they put on a super. Oh. This is my first time ever going. And they put on a great show in Mount Airy uh, a couple of uh, here a while back. So yeah, I mean, definitely want to get him back on to talk a little more. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, we'll put that link up uh, on our web page a little bit later tonight. You can find all of our links to our shows, uh, guests, twitters, uh, all that other stuff on our website. And the easiest way to get to our website because it's like a really long name. The easiest way to find it is go to our Twitter page, at From the Armory. Follow us, because we follow back, and right there on the page itself is the link to our website. So folks have asked that, how do you find your website? Just go to the Twitter page. It's the easiest way to find it. You can't miss it. Amen. Exactly. (laughs) You want to shoot down some uh, indie events, Laura? I sure do. We're talking PWG, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, Friday, October 17th at the American Legion Post 308 in Reseda, California, 8 p.m. bell time. Scheduled to appear, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, Adam Cole. Baby. I was waiting for Bob to Man, it was coming. Trevor Lee, <laughs> Candice and Joey, the world's cutest tag team. 
the Young Bucks, and many more. You can find all this information out at www.prowrestlinggorilla.com. I also wanted to say congratulations to Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae for making it official on Facebook. They're in a relationship. Congratulations, guys. Our good friend, Joshua Von Wheeler, is presenting Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment Saturday, October 18th, 4568 Cumming Highway in Canton, Georgia, 8 p.m. bell time. Scheduled to appear, Drew Galloway, former WWE star. Uh, His name just went right out of my head. Drew Um, McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. I don't know what in the world, but anyway, Chip Day, Chip Effin Day, uh, Jimmy Rave, Adrian Armour, previous guest, uh, previous guest Jimmy Ray as well, uh, Siler Cross, Murder One, and many more. Info at www.AtlantaWrestlingEntertainment.com. Folks, if you're in the Atlanta area, go support Josh because he's just trying to give you wrestling. He's trying to give you a good product at a fair price. These people that are on this show are some of the top stars in the indies right now. Go support Josh because he'll put on a good card for you. If I were there anywhere close, that's where I would be Saturday, front row, supporting our good friend, Joshua Von Wheeler. Absolutely. Do you have a guest on, or do I need to keep blabbling? Go on and run those other ones down. Okay. Um, We wanted to also cover PWX. I will be live in High Point um, this Sunday. So excited for this PWX show. I have spoken to uh, Brian Kanabrowski. He's telling me there's going to be a lot of surprises on this show. It's going to be Sunday, October 19th from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the High Point Boys and Girls Club in High Point, North Carolina. The matches that have been... um, Announced so far, Country Jack versus Worst Case Scenario, Best Tag Team in the Business versus the Bravados, Chip Day versus Uha Nation. Uha makes his PWX debut. Joe Black versus AR Fox. AR Fox makes his PWX debut as well. That match alone, Joe versus AR, is going to be worth the price of admission. It's going to be great. There's a choose-your-partner tag team match. John Schuyler and a partner of his choosing is going to take on Anthony Henry and a partner of his choosing. These two have been tearing it up in PWX for months. It's a great feud. Jackson James, previous show guest, and Lance Lute, another previous show guest, are going to take on one another. Can't wait for that one. Also, real quick, I want to give a shout-out to Jackson James. I saw his picture with Todd Crisley. I'm so glad you finally got to meet him, Jackson. Um... It was a great picture. Uh, also appearing will be the PWX World Heavyweight Champion, Cedric Alexander, Moose Ojinaka, the ITV title holder, Billy Brash, Mickey Gambino, Mr. Elite Drew Myers, the Tommy Thomas, of course, Tessa Blanchard, Marcellus King, and one of the biggest announcements for PWX in a very long time, Unbreakable Michael Elgin will be returning to PWX Sunday in High Point. Folks, ringside, front row, sold out. If you want to make sure you've got a ticket, go to eventbrite.com, buy your second row VIP tickets. It'll allow you in early. You also get a download on demand of the show afterward. Can't beat it. 
make sure you get a ticket. If you're going to be in the High Point area, North Carolina, mm-hmm. Virginia, come on down to High Point. PWX never disappoints. I always say that, and I stand by it. They've never disappointed me. So come on down to High Point. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, we're going to go on and bring this guy on because he's been waiting patient, and I don't like to make people wait because I don't like to wait. That, and he might he might just cause mayhem. He might, he might give you a stunner. He might. He might. Without further he ado, might. folks, we are going to bring on indie rapper, producer, wrestling fan extraordinaire, and friend of the show, True God. True, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, how, how about you two? And, and, and Laura, you're right. Uh, I, I don't like to wait, and I do give stunners out for for being kept kept waiting very long. So you're definitely correct. <laughs> definitely correct me. <laughs> <laughs> we are doing well, my friend. We are doing well. How's life treating you? Uh, you know, life is life is funny. Um, um, it's doing it's doing okay, but it's doing okay. Life is very funny. It's interesting that she was uh, actually talking about uh, PWX coming up this week, and I think it's going to be a great event um, with Michael Elgin coming back, and and uh, I think Cedric is fighting um, Marce- uh, Marcellus King. I think they have some type yeah. of uh, no DQ match. I'm I'm really excited to see how that turns out. So. Uh, Definitely yeah, everybody interested. was. Yeah, everybody was belly aching and boo hooing, you know, over Michael Elgin last week. You know, Ring of Honor, la da 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 da. I told everybody Michael Elgin will be fine without Ring of Honor, and I believe that I said you'll probably see Michael sooner rather than later. And what happens, Drew? What happens? Just that He's on the card, you know. <laughs> That's how it goes. That's how it goes. Uh, just- Things move quickly in the world of wrestling as they do in the world of rap. Because I can tell you, beyond a shadow of a doubt, the last rap album that I listened to in its entirety was Public Enemy's Fear of a Black Planet. Shut up, Bob! That's how fast time goes by. Wow, you got it. That's a classic, though. That's a classic. It is a classic. That one in It Takes a Nation of Millions. See, I know what I'm talking about. I'm not. I'm not dumb. You've got a new album that you've been working on, called yeah. "Rejuvenated: Pursuing Happiness." Am I am I correct on that? Uh, the album is called "Pursuing Happiness." The first single uh, is "Rejuvenated." Is "Rejuvenated." Um, yeah, first single is first single, first song off of it is "Rejuvenated," but the album itself is called "Pursuing Happiness." Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's going to come out on November the third. Okay. Indeed. How yeah, is that November third? How is that going to be? How how are you going to release that? True. Tell me. Tell me first uh, well, of all how it's going to be released, and tell me what's the backstory on this album. What's the inspiration for it? Give it to me. You know, um, it's going to be released November third. Um, I'm going to probably put it on like iTunes, Amazon, as well as Bandcamp, where all my albums are on Bandcamp. And this is my fifth official album. Um, and, you know, all my albums are a story. I feel like artists, especially in hip-hop, um, you know, hip-hop, like you mentioned back in those, uh, you know, those public enemy days, a lot of it uh, used to tell a story, and every album connected to, to the one before, and I don't think people do that a lot in hip-hop or really in general uh, music. And I am I consider myself a, a narrator and a storyteller, so every album of mine is basically um, a different story, whether it's like my first one, which was actually released November 3rd, 2011. So that's why I'm releasing this one. 
uh, on November 3rd this year. It's been three years, and it's like everything comes full circle. And, um, you know, my first album was called Soul Revival, and it was, uh, to, to me and a lot of people who've, who've heard it, it's a classic album, and then you have uh, DOA and then, like, the, the sequel to Soul Revival and 371, and each album tells a, tells a story about where I am in my life at that time. So, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, get, getting to, to this point where I'm at now, pursuing happiness is basically kind of what I'm on. You know, like like I said, life is funny, and, and life life can change in an instant. You go through, um, you know, the good and bad. But I think for me what it is is, is to finally take everything. My last album was a concept album where I basically, uh, 371 was basically centered around a 371-day period in my life where everything changed, and I had so many different experiences. So I put it. I put that in album form, uh, in succession, in order. And after I did that, I was kind of like, where do I go next? And I didn't have a plan. And I thought pursuing happiness is, is what I'm really uh, doing. And I think that's what we're all doing in life. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's something that, uh, you know, it's, it's a universal thing, you know, especially when you go through struggle or hardship and any strife, uh, you know, you tend to, you know, you tend to you t- tend to get jaded by some of the bad things that happen. But um, the album itself is kind of kind of a it, it's a story like it starts from the beginning of of you know when you decide to make make the decision that you know you want to change your life for the better or you want to pursue or you want to move on from things that kept you uh, angry or, or shackled or whatever you know mentally from from before and it just goes through it's like 14 songs um, and it just goes through an entire it's, it's a story in itself like if everybody who's heard my albums will tell you. I feel like I'm listening to you tell me everything that's going on, like as I'm as I'm sitting right next to you. If I was sitting right next to you, I feel like you're just telling me your entire life, or you're telling me stories, or you're or you're giving me um, just just a just just a story, like you're narrating, um, you know, this time period in your life via music. And I don't I don't think there's many artists that do that, especially in hip hop. I mean, that just that never happens. It's funny that you should mention that. You used three words that really stuck out to me. You used jaded angry and shackled and i know that the general criticism for a number of years with hip-hop music was is that it seemed to be the same the same thing in a blender that there was no forward thinking used in hip-hop and i've noticed over the course of say i don't know like the last year that there's been a general trend due to main probably due to mainstream radio to put a different spin that it doesn't always have to be about the angry, jaded outlook of life. You, do you agree with that? Uh, you know, it, I, I feel like it, mainstream music has, has definitely become more, um, I'd say it, it, it's become more accessible, so to speak, in, 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 in the sense of more, you know, it, it, is, it is happier. It's like happier. But to me, it's dumbed down. Um, it's not realistic, any... Uh, Anyway, shit from like I, I can't listen to the radio or listen to mainstream music as much because it doesn't reflect what I see anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, and and when I only say when I was growing up, I me mean, even even when I can look back on on you know like I listened to a lot of music from like the fifties, sixties, and the seventies, uh, and and I think the one thing that always stuck out to me was that all that music represented the time period. You know, right. uh, no matter what was going on, you can listen to you know the Beatles, you can listen to the Doors. And a lot of that music, you know, all that music was still depictions of what's going on. Or if you were listening to Marvin Gaye, um, you know, who's that's like that's like my favorite artist of all time is Marvin Gaye because Marvin, everything yeah. that was going on in his life, yes. it, you, you know, uh, everything that was going on in his life, it, it was it was reflected. He made a, he made an album about his divorce, you know, right. and, and 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 put it out. So you, 
I feel like you can still make happy music and and or, or music that's not as jaded or, or or anything like that, but still be able to to make it be realistic or still have fun with it. I think like Rejuvenated, Rejuvenated for me that song, um, it was different for me. Like it, it, it's more upbeat and and more. I talk a lot of stuff that people probably don't know um, know about me. You know, uh, people see me like this. Oh, you're, you're a huge wrestling fan, and and you're doing this, you know all these different wrestling radios and, and wrestling radio shows, and you know you help with PWX, and so people don't automatically know my background or where I actually come from and things that I've actually gone through and been through before I got to that point. Like that takes a lot of hard work. Whether you're doing the wrestling heels or you're doing the eyes on the ring thing or you're doing work with PWX. Before that happens, there's a whole lot of life experiences and a whole lot of mistakes and stuff that it takes uh, before you get to that point, you know. So um, I think that was kind of – that's kind of what I do with my music is tell the story. If you only see the surface, you see the albums come out, you hear, you know, oh, he did well. I was on, you know, like end-of-the-year album list. There's people saying, oh, this is one of the best albums this year. When you start seeing that, people don't – people just say, oh, man, you know, this guy's this guy got this and that, and, and, and or he's doing this. And, wow, you, you, you're sitting at a table with AJ Styles, or, you you know, you're hanging out with Chris Hero at basketball games. Like, people – from where I come from, that to a lot of people don't understand. That's a dream. That that means I've made it. So I, I have right. to take time to tell people, um, you know, like it's still reality. Still, the, living living the dream is great, but there's still a bunch of reality in between that. But before you can get to it, and that's kind of For what sure. I want to do. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to sell right. people dreams. I want to sell them reality and still tell them it's possible to live out your dreams. So perception perception is reality, and and life's a journey, right? I know that uh I've got some questions for you. Hey Laura, True. Hey, hey, hey Laura. <laughs> how are you? I'm pretty good. Um, wanted to ask you how long have you been a wrestling fan? Um, about twenty two years. I'd say about twenty two, twenty three years. Um, nineteen ninety one. First the first event I actually watched was I think SummerSlam ninety one. Um, oh wow, that's a good one. But I think, I, I, but I, but I do remember back when uh, I think Saturday Night's main event was coming on. That's the first thing I actually officially caught on TV. And um, I think after that, I went back and watched SummerSlam '91. I was on Coliseum Video. Um, but Coliseum yeah, that was my introduction. Video. Yeah, Coliseum. I love Coliseum Video. That's like <laughs> that's, that's my childhood, pretty much. That's my childhood. I would just always go get the VHSs, and you could you could, used to could rent them from Blockbuster back then. You know, that's right. Yeah, everything for like changed, six, became, seven. Yeah, you know, before you can put Netflix and the red boxes and all the you know digital streaming stuff, you know, going to going to Blockbuster and getting the VHS of the new Coliseum videos was that was like that became my weekend <laughs> as a kid. That became my weekend thing. Like I would just tell my mom like, hey, I, I mean, we didn't have much, but I would say, hey, can we go to Blockbuster and just sit up and watch Coliseum video? Like I became enthralled with with professional wrestling like, instantly. It, I. Don't I don't even know what it was, but Coliseum Video did it for it's, me. <laughs> it's very addictive, and sometimes you really can't explain why you love something so much. And I think, I don't know, maybe if you have to explain it, it takes away some of the magic. Yeah, it does. You know, it just is. It's just, um, it's, what it it's, is. It's 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 a, it's a, it's a d- indescribable feeling I, I got when when watching wrestling as a kid. Um, and I mean, it's an indescribable feeling once you get just even being around the business period as an adult. Um, still something that, uh, to me, 
I'm always a fan first, regardless of anything else that that I do, or, or even doing the, like the the radio stuff, or, or trying to help uh, with, with with brands or just anything. I, I'm a, I'm always a fan, so I I still have my mark out moments, um, just in everyday, you know, just it's just an everyday life of of watching of being a fan. It's hard being a fan when you watch if you only watch mainstream wrestling uh, sometimes, but. Luckily, the indies, the indies are the wave right now. I'm, I'm loving the indies. I appreciate. I love the fact that you guys cover indies, um, and you know you put a lot of information out about the indies. I think people who aren't familiar can, you know, learn a lot more about wrestling by paying attention to the indies. Cause TNA and WWE just just ain't gonna cut it. So. No, no, that, that is uh, for sure. And speaking of WWE, besides J. JTG, who is your favorite wrestler? <laughs> First of all, JTG has never been been my favorite wrestler. I, I, I have just I been, I've been on a campaign for for months and months now that 2039 JTG will get inducted into the Hall of Fame. My campaign has not stopped. <laughs> okay. Come on, he's even got a Twitter. Look, he oh even got a Twitter God. for it, Bob. Okay. Hey, hey, hey oh JTG, JTG himself follows that Twitter. It's actually funny to me. He actually follows. That's he actually follows the account. But no, I mean, <laughs> I, I just, I, it, it was a joke. It started out, and then people started actually saying jumping on it. Like I, I remember being in, in uh, I think it was North Carolina, North Carolina for one of the PWX shows, and somebody came up to me and was like, JTG Hall of Fame 2039. I was like, holy, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, this is catching on. I'm like, wow, okay, like we got something here. And so, I mean, it, it kind of so if he didn't get released, I would be going extremely, extremely hard with this with this campaign right now because I, I, I felt like it was something that could have grown, and he could make t-shirts and stuff out of it. I even gave him the idea to to make t-shirts, but um, that, that didn't happen. But no, um, my favorite wrestler right now, currently, um, are we just talking in WWE or in general? In general. Um. Honestly, I, I say I mean Dean Ambrose is number one on my list. Period. I think that is. Um, I've been a I've been a fan of of him. You know, I mean, obviously in the John Moxley days, but uh, Dean Ambrose is, is absolute favorite right now. Um, Cedric Alexander is is probably my second favorite. That is, uh, I mean, that that dude is that dude is ridiculously talented. He I think he's the future of professional of professional wrestling. Period. Um, and ACH is another guy. It's kind of hard to pinpoint just one. Um, I have, I have my, 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 I have my, I have my, my, my set of favorites. Daniel Bryan would be on my, on my list right near the top two, um, as well. But you know, he's, he's injured right now, but you know, currently Ambrose, Cedric and ACH that's been, and Ricochet too. And Ricochet is a beast. Um, so. Ricochet's good. You know, those, those are my guys. Those are my guys. I can't help it. I I can't, I, I can't help it. I mean, ACH and Cedric is probably, it's probably a little, it's, it's probably personal. That's also probably personal, uh, too, because you know, you know ACH is, yeah, ACH is a good friend of mine. His his, his new theme song in, in ROH uh, is gonna be one of my songs. So that you know that means no that way. really means a lot. Yeah, we we've been working on that for months. Like like you know, being being around PWX, being working with PWX, like I know how the business it works. But when you deal with ROH, getting getting from A to B, this is something we've been working on since May. And like he was supposed to actually debut it at the last uh, I pay per view, and it was like hold up, with, but with, it's been approved, and um, I think next one of the next events we'll be start using it. So, um, so Very big cool. shout out to ACH and 
And Cedric, you know, Cedric's, a, Cedric, Cedric's my boy, man. Uh, got a lot of love for Cedric and Ariel, um, you know. So. <laughs> I love those two. <laughs> yeah, those are. I mean, I, I mean, they they're great, and just just getting a chance to be cool with Cedric and and watch how he works. I I, I most of my favorite matches from 2014 have all included Cedric or ACH in some way, shape, or form. Like I don't really have a lot of WWE matches that I watched this year that include, you know, that are my favorite. But, um, you know, like there was a whole weekend in, in, in like March where Cedric just took on like Shane Strickland, Jake, Jake Manning. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I think Caprice Coleman also the same weekend. And I was like, there's like best, yep. the best three, you know, best three sets of matches I watched somebody have consistently night after night. Um, in my opinion. So, and, and him versus him versus Shane Strickland is still one of my, one of my top favorite matches of the year. Um, people haven't seen it. You should, Totally go get. I think they have them on DVD. I think they have them on DVD. Uh, I think on Hotspot. Hotspot.com probably. Yeah, probably on Hotspot. <laughs> yeah, you got to get that. Check yeah. that out. That that whole weekend was crazy. So. <laughs> well, you know, when are you going to invite me and Bob on your podcast? And you know, you've already had Rachel on, right? Um, Rachel is like a uh, kind of a co-host slash. Yes, well, she's been on. She's been on. She's um, my girl. I don't. I don't know why you're friends with Rachel. She, she she's a terrible person. Um, <laughs> Rachel Freeman is not a terrible person. I'm going to tweet it right now, it. and you're you're in for it. it. You're in for it. You know what? You can tell Rachel I said this. She ain't, ain't going to do nothing. Well, me, I, I, I don't obviously. I don't hate me and Rachel have a have our own like like little back and forth thing, thing going on. Love it. Um, yeah. I don't know. Love, hate. I'm not. That, that that's strong. That's that's very strong. Um, that would insinuate I actually care. Um, no, but no, she's um, no, she. she <laughs> but uh, I, I know that I know that's your girl, and and she's training to become a wrestler. I I I I I, I, I guess I guess I could say this. I, I've decided to bring her on the show as a guest because since she's training to become a wrestler, I mean. Um, you know, just the the idea of having banter back and forth, and and you know, going back and forth. I mean, our sh- uh, like my show can sometimes turn into one big promo, uh, like like everybody's <laughs> cutting promos on each other, and and, and immensely, like this is right. kind of what what I do. So for me, it's just it's just to kind of have the opportunity uh, for her to get on, and and you know, like we like I don't know, if, you know, Darius Lockhart, uh, who is that's, that's that's one of my boys, and and we we profile yeah. him, yeah. We profiled him and had him on the show, um, you know, and I, I even told him I've been watching him for for a while now, like about about a year or so now. And I when I when I first put the the new you know Eyes on the Ring website up, I put him as the first future of wrestling. Like we were gonna you put the spotlight on all these indie and upcoming wrestlers and people who are in training and and you know to give the first look and, and first introduction. And I think Rachel will be a part of that very soon, whenever she's ready. I think she's scared. You tell your girl stop being scared. She def- she's definitely scared to, to. You tell her stop being it's scared. Wait. Oh, it's wait. Hold on, hold on. Uh, it, it, I, it, it took her for it took her like I would hear her up and be like, "You want to be on the show?" And before she's like, "No, no, no." And oddly enough, and nobody knows this, um, and I guess I could have to put this out. Rachel is actually she has a role on my album, and no, and she's actually on my album via like a phone call. No she, way. She's yeah, she's um she's on my album via phone call. We uh, I did I made a song. I, I don't I don't I don't know how this is gonna sound, but but this is, but I'm, I made a song and reference. It's like one of the last songs, and it's about finding a woman that you really enjoy being with, and 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 
And, you know, it's, it's a positive song for, for, for women. And I needed a voice, and I had a couple people in mind, but I reached out to her, and, and I just told her, you know, that uh, our conversation, I do talk to Rachel. We have a genuine genuine conversation. So I put her I put her voice on the album. She's, she's going to be on the album. And, I mean, she's the last option. I had no other choices. So I was like, let me just dig, dig at the bottom of the barrel. I'm going to dig in the bottom of the barrel. And see. Be white. <laughs> Wait, oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Wait so till she a, sees you. And I, I can see a buried alive match you, in your future. Yeah, I think that's why he stopped, you know, from active competition, because he said he yeah. owed me and Rachel a stunner. And I think oh, the reason why he stopped hey, is because hey, Rachel's wait a minute, training. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And, uh, Kate, hold on, hold on. When WrestleCade comes, I want you to know, I could easily come out of retirement. I made a challenge. I made a challenge to a couple people for WrestleCade, and, 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 and nobody wants to take my challenge up for WrestleCade. They're all scared, okay? I'm ready to come I'm out of retirement. I'm not scared of you. Everybody's scared. I challenged Rachel at WrestleCade. I knew she would be scared. I challenged you. I challenged Brewski. I challenged Brian Kendrick. I challenged him. I said, look, I saw him get kicked by Cedric on the PWX before uh, back 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 when they were out there, uh, I can't. It was in April, I think. And I said, "Fine." I said, "You taking kicks? You taking bumps? Damn it! I'm challenging you too. I want somebody to take me up on this offer for WrestleCade. Nobody's taking me up on this offer. If you're all scared, I ain't afraid of you. You oh, saying boy. it? You're talking. You're talking. I hear yeah. you talking. Yeah, I'm talking. Well, we'll just we'll see in Winston Salem, won't we? We will. <laughs> we will. You're lucky. All right. You, 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 you're lucky because I'm. Cause I, I guess I could make this announcement. I'll probably be officially moving to North Carolina within the next four, three to four weeks. So, well, um, come on down. So, at any given time, you want to you want to catch a stunner. I also added the RKO uh, <laughs> to to my arsenal as well. I have an elbow that drop that I've been working on. Yeah, I have an elbow elbow drop I've been working on. You you you, you just don't know. <laughs> got you a whole arsenal of moves. Yeah, so I, yeah. I, you know, I don't have five moves of doom. I just have three killer moves right now that I'm working on. Once I get, once I get to the arm drags and the arm bars, I'm studying Jericho's, uh, you know, 1004 and oh, 1004 holds. I've been studying them. You know, the moth covered family oh. credential. I've been working on that as well. I'm, I'm slowly getting to, to where I'll have at least 300 moves by the time WrestleCade comes. <laughs> to be a man of a thousand holds. And I've got to be uh, with. That's right. And I've I'll got talk. some good. I've got some good news for you, True, because I just received a message from uh, one uh, Brian Kanabruski that says, uh, "I will, uh, I will accept the challenge. Bring on the stunners. Day after WrestleCade, in between shows on Sunday. So it looks like you uh, you don't have to wait for very long." Get him, Kanabruski. Yeah, yeah, it's a long time coming. It's a long time coming. The million dollar heel, which, which is which is Brewski's original tag. That's, that's his original tagline right there. Versus the million dollar heel. That was if anybody ever ever listens to Wrestling Heels Radio, which I'm sure uh, Laura has, Laura has. You know that 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 yep. was Brewski's that's, that's Brewski's tag tagline is the original uh, million dollar heel. And I am the abrasive, aggressive. I'm the original heel. I'm where I'm where I'm the foundation foundation for heels. People hate me. Well, they hated me at one point. I was I was one of the most hated people on on Blog Talk Radio for a while. So I, I reveled in that. So now we get we get to have this match. I'm I'm fully I'm fully I'm fully ready for it. I'm ready for it. Let's let's go, Laura. You want to jump into? You want to get jump into and get dropped? Like I said, I have enough moves. I might be arsenal. feeling froggy. You never know. 
Triple threat. And, and you match. know what? Ra- Rachel, Rachel, same thing. Rachel, the same now thing. A, I'll, I'll, now it's a four I'll corners match. A fatal four way. I'll take you all. I'll get. I'll get gear. I'll get my gear together. I'm gonna wrestle you in a pair of Jordans in 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 my gear. That's all. That's it. I'm ready. I'm ready. Coming out of retirement has never felt so sweet. This is bigger than Michael Jordan coming out of retirement. This is bigger than Hulk Hogan coming back. This is Mom, bigger than Steve. Do you have your uh, waiters on? Because it's getting deep in here. It, it is getting I mean, deep. It it's is getting, getting deep. very deep in here. I mean, come on, True. Come on. This is The Rock. Hold on, hold on. When The Rock came back to WWE in 2011, that's probably the only thing that could be bigger than me coming out of retirement, to whoop you, Canabruski, <laughs> and Rachel, all in one. Anybody else wants Anybody else want some? It could get some. I, I, got, I got a round. I got rounds to go. I got rounds for anybody who wants to go. I got, I got Iron Man matches. Cage matches, ladder matches, contract on a pole matches. I don't know what the contract is for, but we could do contract on a pole match. It doesn't matter. I... There you all go. This. I'm ready for all of this. Wrestle okay. Cage, Wrestle Cage weekend. It's gonna be a problem. It's gonna be a problem. Yeah, Wrestle it's gonna be your problem. Laura, no, I'll, I'll be right my, back. My problem. Laura. My problem. My problem is okay. gonna be on my conscience. What I've done to all all three of you. That's what's gonna be. That's gonna be my problem. What I've done to you three, that's gonna be what it is. So, it's all right. Well, speaking of uh, talk here, um, folks, if you guys aren't following True on Twitter, and it, that is at uh, True God Immortal, you need to because he doesn't. He <laughs> he cuts to the chase. He just tells it like it is. Seriously, and some of the the vines that you've put on there, <laughs> good lord! Um, I mean, it's great. You guys need to follow True at True God Immortal on Twitter because I guarantee you, you will be entertained, and you'll also you might learn something too. At the you same might be time. also you, you also might get offended very quickly, very quickly. Um, <laughs> depending on what kind of person, depending on what kind of person you are, I, t- I tell everybody, and I've, t- I've had this conversation numerous times. I, I think my Twitter account has actually. Uh, it's actually changed a little bit in the last like six months or maybe like eight months. Uh, it was very vulgar at one point and uh, very uh, yes. Sexually, <laughs> it, was, it was very vulgar and sexually it's sexually or it is just, just very sexually charged. And a lot of that came from you know uh, that was that was going on a lot at the time. Uh, it was just a lot of stuff going right. on at the time. And I and I also had my radio show and we started to you know my other radio show that's not wrestling related. Um, and you know we've had you know like. Porn stars uh, call up to the show now, and and we've had guests, and we it's it, so it's it's gotten to become you know we have we have real talk about like issues that are going on, but we also have uh, fun on the show. We're after dark shows, and we talk so much crazy stuff. And so for me, I I, I have to toe the line a little bit between talking about wrestling, talking about music, talking about you know stuff that people right. you know stuff you know. So it's uh, my Twitter was strictly for promotion. It's kind of become fun now, like it's. I try to give um, a little bit of everything. I think I did a did an interview with um, my guy who uh, he's called at at a vanilla midget on Twitter, but I did one with him and he said if you pay attention to your Twitter account, it's probably one of the absolute best accounts on Twitter um, for sheer entertainment value because of of how you do things and, and how you care. You have your own setup and, and stuff like that, and I, I, I try to make everything I do not simple. Like I don't want to just have everything be simple and and be boring and, and bland. So I try to make my Twitter as uh, 
as as funny as possible, as as, as funny as possible. And you might learn something because I I tend to drop gems. Uh, I think you do. I think you really do. And and folks, you know, follow him at uh, True God Immortal on Twitter. And True, I want to thank you for being on the show, coming on, and letting us know. Um, a little bit about yourself, first of all, that was entertaining, and about your music, and about how you're going to beat me and Ken Abruski and Rachel at WrestleCade. Um, okay. and, and thank you for being on. And, um, it's so funny of you. If you Bless that off. Okay. All right. You can't, we, you, can't, you, you can't laugh when I drop you on those stack of dimes you call the neck with this stunner. You can't laugh. Uh, that, that, uh, laugh is when Laughter, laughter is going to be done for me. <laughs> we, we sorry, should go see. ahead, go ahead. And I wanted to ask you if you record us a bump. We ask all the guests to do that. And if you say whatever you want to say, because I know that you will. So whenever you're ready, please go. All right, this is True God Immortal here on Live from the Armory with Laura and Bunkhouse Bob. WrestleCade is coming up. Make sure you're at WrestleCade because I'm kicking somebody's ass. And make sure that you also check out all my albums. Check out Eyes in the Ring. I do so much stuff, I lose track of it. So just follow me at, at True Guard Immortal and make sure you stay tuned to everything that we've got coming and keep your eyes on the ring. True, thanks so much, man, for coming by tonight. We had fun. I have fun, too. I always have fun. And I'm going to have fun in just a few short weeks at WrestleCade whooping Three people's ass at one. You can come and see an immeasurable feat. Rusev, Big Show, Mark Henry, Great Kylie can't do what I do. I'm be three people at one time. Just want to just want to <laughs> put that out there. Last note. Last I note. I you, talk Paul. it, but I can back it up. That's it. There we go. I hear you. I hear you. But I, but I, I, in all seriousness, all seriousness, just all that aside, I, I, I have fun and and I enjoy I enjoy talking to you guys and I enjoy I love listening to the show and I really love what you guys do. Uh, for the business and and Laura Laura's been a been a been a homie of mine for 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 a very mm-hmm. long time. So uh, so it's gonna pain me what I got to do November third. Uh, November was it twenty ninth or thirtieth? I can't remember. Yeah, you don't even date. know. It's hard to keep up with this stuff. Okay, it's it's the last weekend in November, but no, nah, it, it. That's right. I, I'm, yeah, I'm 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 really looking forward to that. Make sure everybody check everybody go check out PWX this weekend uh, out there in High Point. That's gonna be a great show. Be a really great show. Uh, Michael Elgin coming back, so it's really big. But yeah, appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, you guys have a great night and have a great rest of the show. All right, thank Thanks, you, Chris. True. We'll see you. And there goes, there goes True. Pretty cool dude. He is pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, all right, well, folks, without any further ado, because we had a triple shot show, we're going to bring on our next guest. Joining us at this time is Patton Jones, independent wrestler. He is also the promoter for Scars and Stripes Wrestling. Patton, how are you this evening? I'm doing well. I hope you guys are. Uh, we're doing we're doing great. We're doing great. We line them up and knock them down. It's you know, and start calling yeah, me Mister October. So far. Uh, that's right. That's right. We've had been been a busy show, but uh, we certainly thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. For being with us tonight, we certainly appreciate that, Patton. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on. Not a problem. On the other end of the line, as always, is the lovely co-host Laura. Is on the other end. Hello, Miss hey, Laura. Patton. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How about you? Doing well. 
Good. Patton, in, in watching tape on you, the, the thing that stood out for me is really simple. Fundamentally sound. Uh, simply put, the headlocks are snug, the moves are crisp, so on, so on, the fundamentals. Do you see a lot of the younger guys that are just worried about the next big spot? Um, I would have to say that, you know, just starting out, every guy's worried about that next spot, the next move, the next match. And you get so much about the current time and what you're doing. You know, I used to rush through things in a heartbeat, and I learned the, the hard way. You know, take your time. There's a thing called a rest hold. You don't hurt yourself. You don't hurt somebody else. And, you know, everybody does it at a time, but then eventually everybody will see it and slow down and start to enjoy themselves and what they're doing. I remember seeing a clip, you know, you use that magical term, slow down. I remember seeing a clip of Jim Cornette when he was working with the WWE, working with talent, telling two guys the biggest mistake that, that, that rookie guys make is that they get going too fast. Right. Okay. Speaking of uh, younger guys in the business, who stands out to you right now as someone to watch, not just from a promoter's point of view, but from a wrestler's point of view as well? Um, well, uh, you know, AC Steele stands out in my mind. He was on our last show, and he's doing a lot of stuff with George South and, you know, high spots, and he's a really good kid. You know, he's got his head on straight. He's listening. He's learning. He's still training. He's traveling. He's doing anything he can just to get his foot in the ring. And guys like that who have that hunger and have that, talent and desire like he does, those are the guys that you need to watch for because they're going to come up and they're going to make a big name for themselves, and they're going to come out of nowhere when they do it. Is there, do you, do you see, I guess you would see both sides of this, wouldn't you? You'd see guys like, like this gentleman, you said his name was A.C. Steele, is that correct? Correct. Okay. You see guys like Mr. Steele, and then you have the other end of the gamut. you got guys that are in just collecting a check. Do you, can you tell right off, Patton, if, if, who, who's workable and who isn't? Um, I, you know, I guess it really just depends on um, the card and the match and, you know, that kind of thing. Some guys are just itching to get on the card and they don't care what they're doing. And then some guys, you know, um, you know I've had my spell with it myself. I'm not going to say I'm any better than anybody else to where, they were like, hey, you're working this person. I was kind of like, ah, really? You know, like, are you sure that's what you want me to do? Like, you feel like you can do better. But, you know, some of those matches I've questioned, I've had better matches with those guys than the other guy I wanted to work with. So I think everybody has those moments, and some people go out of it, and some people don't. Well, when I was going through and I was reviewing tape, and there, there's, you know, thanks to the miracle that is the Internet, there was a ton of matches on there, and I stumbled across one that I watched in particular uh, for several reasons, personal reasons. Tell me your memories of wrestling uh, Matt Bourne and what was he like in the locker room? Um, it, it's, a, it's a funny story because the day that I wrestled him was a, at um, XWW. It was a show called uh, Halloween Massacre, and um, earlier in the day, Matt and... Um, well, I guess Reed and had some kind of confrontation 
<clears throat> I don't know if it was the two of them or if it was Matt's girlfriend at the time or what it really was, but they had this whole confrontation, and um, Matt was actually not allowed in the building until showtime. So, oh, wow. you know, I, I went out to his car and hung out with him and his girlfriend, and, you know, my, my tag partner, best friend, you know, Christian Taylor was out there with me. We're hanging out, and we're just chit-chatting. And uh, he was an extremely good dude. He was uh, just relaxed, laid back. And uh, he, he apologized to us about the whole situation. He was like, man, I, I just let my emotions get the better of me. It should never happen, you know. And uh, we just shot the breeze together. We talked about the match. And, you know, it was just – he was a, a a veteran, and I just soaked in everything he said, regardless if it was wrestling or not. You know, he just hang on those kind of words for people. Was there something in particular that he said to you that stuck out or still rings true to this day? He told me that um, – he said, uh, I like you, and I'll tell you why. Because you're not afraid to give me an idea of what you wanted to do. He said, people are scared to approach somebody who has a big name or has been to the top and back down and give them ideas for their match. He was like, you don't know what a person's capable of because a lot of us just go from show to show and not really sure who the guy is we're working. He was like, mm-hmm. you've come to me, you've gave me ideas, and you weren't scared. He was like, you're comfortable in who you are. And he said, I really appreciate that. Very cool, very cool. I know Laura's got some questions for you, Patton. Let's shoot them. Yes, yes, Patton, I wanted to ask you, uh, what made you wanted to do a wrestling promotion for charity? Um, We have a nonprofit around my area, and the name of the profit is um, Team Levi, and they do a lot with Levine's Children's Hospital, and... um, I've known the family most of my life, and they asked me to do a wrestling show for them, so we did it last August. And uh, we raised a good sum of money. They took it to Moving Children's Hospital, and it kind of gave me the bug. And I wanted to do something different from what other people were doing. You know, there was shows that were charity shows where people would give a percentage of what they made, but I wanted every show that we did to be 50% of what we make goes back to a nonprofit that we've selected. And I think we've done well with that, and people see it as doing something different, and therefore that has put more people behind us and helping us because it's not just an everyday wrestling thing. Right, because you're you're actually giving back to the community at large, you know. And I think sometimes fans have, and we were talking about another wrestling promotion in North Carolina, you know, a negative view of, indie wrestling and indie wrestling promoters, but I think it's wonderful that you stepped up and, you know, saw a need in your community and think, well, you know, how can I help and, uh, you know, contributing, you know, your talent, your time, and I just want to congratulate you for doing that, and, you know, I don't live down there, but I appreciate, you know, people like you getting out and stepping up, and, you know, Matt said that you weren't afraid to speak up, and it seems you're also not afraid to step up when you see right. something and, you know, that, you know. I, I am, I'm nothing without my locker room. And, you know, a lot of times people take the credit for themselves, but without the guys that I have that have backed me up, I would just be another guy with an idea. And, you know, all the credit goes to them for, you know, busting their butts and, you know, hurting themselves so that way we could be able to do what we're doing. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Speaking of your locker room, let's talk about that match between uh, Sleaze and Dean Richards. 
and that ending. Yes, that ending, that painful, painful ending. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That was why. I actually had a fan ask me, why did you guys stop the match that way? And I was like, because it hurt, and I didn't want to do nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) At least you were honest about it. I mean, you know, sometimes you got to be. Oh lordy, yeah, um, yeah. I actually was just kind of um, uh, speechless for that. I think Bob and I both were just like, "What? What just happened?" But um, you know, it's wrestling, so hey, you know, (laughs) anything can happen. This this is true. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. You go right ahead. I was going to say, what, to me, what hurt the worst was he gives me an atomic drop on the back of the chair and the whole chair bends. And then I'm having to deal with that, and then I'm pile driving through two more chairs, and I'm like, I'm, no, I'm done. I'm not doing nothing else. <laughs> the, the buttocks could not handle any more. Exactly. It, it needed some <laughs> ice, bad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> It is what it is. That's right. Let's talk about let's talk about your upcoming show and the matches that will be on the card. Well, we um true to fashion as we are, we have some things that's a little bit unique. We have Christian Taylor and Eric Thompson, Mr. Sleeves himself, in a tables, ladders and Legos match. Ooh. And it sounds painful and I'm sure it will be. That's why I'm glad yep. I'm not in it. Um <laughs> We have Trent Rage versus the Black Rose Seth Raw in a uh, contract on a pole match, which will be a almost like a money in the bank type situation. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we have AC Steel versus Antonio Valentine in a backboard match, which is pretty much just like a stretcher match. Ooh. We have um, so many people on the card. It's you know it's. Every match that we have on the show is going to be a stipulated match. Okay. Um, gotcha. I think it's be Right. The main event was scheduled to be um, Zane Riley versus uh, Rick Barbados in a uh, no-holds-barred match for the Scarlet Stripes heavyweight title. Um, but, you know, as every card is, you know, cards are subject to change just because of what we have out there doesn't mean that's what it's going to be the night of. Things happen, and sometimes people can't right. get there, and you, you don't hold nothing against them for it. Right. Now, now tell us where this is going to take place and what time and ticket price and things like that. It will be at the Belmont National Guard Armory in Belmont, North Carolina. Um, the doors open at 7.30, bell time's at 8. Um, for kids 4 and under, it's free. From kids 4 to 10, it's $5, and then adults are $10. Um, the night of the show, we'll be having a all-ages costume contest and uh, – We'll be having um, several different people come out with us and setting up tables and, you know, doing all kind of goody stuff. Um, so hopefully, you know, that draws some more people out. And it's a family-friendly show. There's no cussing, no lewd gestures, no nothing to that nature. It's because we want people to feel comfortable. Cool. Right, right. That sounds like a lot of fun. And it's this weekend? 
It is. It is October 19th, which will be Saturday. Right. I just wanted to make sure of that because it's, it's, it's this Saturday, but just wanted to get that out there uh, and, and let everybody know the Belmont National Guard Armory in Belmont, North Carolina, Saturday night, come out and see Guards and Stripes Wrestling. They've got a great card. Sounds like some great names on the North Carolina and South Carolina indie scene. And who would you like to bring in to wrestle for Scars and Stripes that you haven't yet? Like, who would be um, your dream person? You know, it's hard to just pick one person. Um, we try to look at what's big for us and what's local for us. And we brought in Cedric Alexander on the last show, and I love Cedric to death. He's a great guy, great wrestler. Um, and he had a phenomenal match with him, Zane Riley, and Rob Killjoy. You know, I was yes, very proud to have said that was on my my car, and I was so happy about it. And, uh, I mean, it would be hard to top that. So I'm not going to just throw some random name out there and be like, oh, I'd love to have this person because, you know, any guys that we have that are willing to do what they're doing, I'm ecstatic to have. That is a really good uh, – that's a great attitude, I think, to have. Um you know, you, that match, folks, if you guys have not seen that match of Cedric Alexander, Zane Riley, and Rob Killjoy, I think Rob lost a tooth. Not He may mm-hmm. not have lost a tooth, but I think Zane it, uh, it hit him in the mouth and it loosened it a little bit. I think that's what happened. I'm not. I, I'm not exactly sure, but you can YouTube this, folks. It's a great match between three great competitors, given that they're all. Uh, for a charity, mind you, um, mm-hmm. such great stuff. And you know, it's your Halloween show, uh, Patton. So, what are you dressing up as? Well, <laughs> you know, there's no telling. I, I've dressed up as Captain America, and I've dressed up as Batman, and I've dressed up as any number of superheroes and done things. So, there's really no telling as to what I might walk through the curtain and be wearing, or not wearing. Well, well, I'm definitely gonna be wearing something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't have the courage to go without it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that would certainly, de- definitely make it a whole different kind of wrestling. Oh, show. <laughs> you're exactly right. It would be. Yeah, that's a different kind of party, Laura. <laughs> yeah, that that is, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not exactly family friendly. <laughs> nope, not at all. Not at all. Well, well, Patton, we are we've been honored that you came on and talked with us, and um, I want to thank. I'd like to thank Josie Morgan for making that possible. She, uh, she helped me uh, get you on because um, we wanted to let everybody know about Scars and Stripes and. How, you know, wrestling can be, and I don't want to say, you know, for the good, because I think wrestling is good, but it's just, you know, we want to let everybody know that there's a guy out here who's um, taking his talent and his time and putting it toward the greater good. Right, and, and while we're talking about it, Josie's really been my backbone through all this. She's helped me out so much, and if you guys don't know who Josie is, Go look up Triple Threat Photography on Facebook. She's an excellent photographer, excellent woman, 
And, you know, if you don't have a great photographer on the show, book her. She'll come in a heartbeat. And just, again, you know, she's helped me out so much and just been there for me through so much stuff. And I really appreciate everything she's done for me. Yeah, Josie's been on the show as well, and uh, we've talked about her photography. And, folks, yes, Triple Threat, triple threat Photography um, It's on Facebook. You can also look up Josie Morgan, very talented uh, young lady. Not only uh, with photography, she really has a mind for wrestling. Yeah, absolutely she does that. Um. Absolutely awesome, Pat, and I'm so glad that we got you on the show and and spoke with you because uh, you don't meet a lot of people like you in this world, and I feel that you don't meet a lot of people like you in wrestling either. I definitely appreciate you guys having me on and allowing me to speak for a few minutes, and I love what you guys are doing, and I hope you guys continue it and keep pushing local guys and local wrestling. It's a wonderful thing. Well, we appreciate it, Pat. And anytime you've got a show, just hit me up, and um, you know we'll promote it and get and get the word out there for you because we definitely want to uh, help you help other people. Well, I do appreciate it, Pat. And, what we'd like to—I was—I was going to get him, Laura, but go ahead. No, no, yeah, you you go ahead, Bob. Oh, good, Patton, um one thing that we ask all of our guests to do on the show is we ask them to record a little bump for us, just something like, you know, this is Patton Jones, and you're listening to live from the Armory Wrestling Show or a variation thereof. And you can go whenever you're ready, sir, if you'd like. This is Patton Jones, and you're listening to Live at the Armory on Blog Talk Radio. Tune in to Bunkhouse Bob and Laura every Wednesday night. Very cool, sir. We We certainly appreciate your time this evening. Thank you so much. No, thank you guys. All right. Have a good evening. And you too. See you, Patton. Have a good one, Laura. And there goes Patton Jones. Very nice to have him on the show. You know, it's uh, like what you were talking about. It's few and far between. You know, a lot of times we get caught up in uh, wrestling as a business, you know, and money and all this other stuff. And, you know, it's pretty cool that, uh, you know, that he's involved, uh, not for ulterior motives, but for very good reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I said, you don't see a lot of people that like that out in the world. And I know everybody talks about how cutthroat wrestling is and, mm-hmm. and you know, that it's dirty and everything. But it's so refreshing to see somebody who says, you know, hey, I'm going to give half of what I take in here to a local charity. I believe uh, they've done it for um, a food bank. I'm not exactly sure um, what the charity is um, this time, but it is. Um, it, it's going to it's going to um, you know an organization that that needs it. And it might be breast cancer awareness. I think I, I'm, I might be I'm looking at I've got it right here. In support of yep. uh, Turning Point Domestic Violence Outreach and Shelter, October gotcha. 18th at the Belmont National Guard Armory. Uh, doors open at 7.30. Bell time is 8. Uh, so check that out. That's uh, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Um, it, it is like pretty to thank, cool stuff. Yeah. I'd like to thank... Um, 
everybody that we've had on, everybody that we ran through. It feels like we ran everybody through like cattle tonight. Like, yeah, you know, I think that's what happens. Yeah, when we do the triple shots. When we do the triple shot, it always feels like we're not going to ever have enough time because you don't know what people are going to say or what they're going to get into. But, you know, we called Mark James of the Brutes. He told us about what happened at NCSW, you know, and then we had Matt Classic on. Then we had True God on, you know, and then we had Patton on. So we had four people on, you know, and I don't know. Time's a mysterious thing, you know. It is, That's but you know we've got some thing. indie events uh, do, to cover I, I, as well. We do, we do. Why don't you, uh, why don't you cover the UIW info? I know that uh, they've got a show coming up. Uh, they do. UIW is a new organization that's based out of Greensboro. Um, mm-hmm. If you went to any of the rib fests around um, uh, North Carolina, I think they might have had a couple in Virginia. I'm not sure you are familiar with a promoter named Wassa Wassa. Uh, it's his new organization, and their first show is Sunday, November 9th in Greensboro, North Carolina. Let me find out where that's going to be. Um, it's going to be at 219 West Lewis Street in Greensboro, which is a couple blocks uh, down from downtown Greensboro. Um, it's got a great card. Um the Brutes, who uh, Martin James is one half of, we just had on, uh, is going to be taking on Biggie Smooth. Uh, it's a tag team uh, that's tearing up in the Carolinas, uh, so check that out. Also, mm-hmm. you've got former guest uh, Ronnie Nicole. She'll be there. Mm-hmm. When Ronnie Nicole is there, it's always a good time. Uh, Darkside, uh, LeBron Cozone from Firestar uh, Promotions will be there. Um, where are you laughing at? I, I wasn't laughing. I, I coughed. Oh, I thought you were laughing. I thought, what are you laughing at? Um, no. Uh, and <laughs> and lots of uh, lots more. Uh, check them out. Make sure you do that. It's on Sunday, November 9th from 3 to 6.30 p.m. at 219 West Lewis Street. Don't miss it. It's going to be a great card. And I have a feeling that um, they're just going to keep getting bigger. Their shows are just going to keep getting bigger. And like I said, if you're familiar with what uh, went on at Ribfest, uh, then you will definitely enjoy uh, UIW. And let me get You know, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned Ronnie Nicole's name, former show guest Ronnie Nicole. And I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody, if you follow her on Facebook or if you follow her on Twitter, she has been on a social media frenzy. As of yeah. late, uh, in regards to WrestleCade, so and I know she's posted up some videos of uh, some very uh, serious training that's going on. I know that she has a uh, uh, a lot of irons in the fire, but uh, she seems pretty determined to make her way into WrestleCade. So uh, check out Ryan Nicole's Facebook page or ch- check her uh, Twitter. I believe it's at Glitterlicious. Uh, and her Facebook is Ronnie Nicole, and you can uh, you can see uh, her YouTube video. She's not uh, she's not joking around. She could uh, like a powder keg. She could go off at any time. And usually does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually does. Knowing uh, Ronnie Nicole, um, uh, want to go on further with uh, CWF Mid Atlantic presents Pure Chaos Saturday, October eighteenth. At 7:30 bell time at the Mid Atlantic Sports, excuse me, Mid Atlantic 
Sportatorium mm-hmm. in Gibsonville, North Carolina, scheduled to appear. Brad Attitude, previous show guest Ethan Case, Rick mm-hmm. Converse, Manny Garcia, and many more. You can find out more info at www.cwf247.com. CZW presents Tangle Web 7, Saturday, October 18th, 7.30 bell time at the Flyer Skate Zone in beautiful Voorhees, New Jersey. Now, Bob Bob says it's beautiful. I've never seen Voorhees, so, you know, whatever. Um, scheduled to appear, my BFF, Caleb Conley, Tre- Trevor Lee, Matt Tremont, uh, Devin Moore, and, or is it Devon Moore? Devin, Devon. Devin. Devin. And uh, Caleb is not in the Tangle Web match, but it's only a matter of time, as long as fans like. I'm not reading that. <laughs> Read it through. First of all, I don't support him being involved in CZW. You've got to you've got to follow the prompts. You've got to follow the cue cards. It says Caleb is I not in the do, Tangle. Bob, is uh, die and pay taxes. There's only two things I got to do in this life. Folks, this so, is what Laura was supposed to read. Caleb is not in the Tangled web match, but it's only a matter of time as long as fans like me support his involvement in CZW, which she does. I do not. She does. Tangled web Caleb, seven. You can find out more information at www.czwrestling.com. NWA Elite, Saturday, October 18th. 7 p.m. bell time at the Grand. Is that Kalu? 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 Like Kalu? Uh, Grand Kalu Rec Center. Is it Duloc? That's correct. Louisiana, scheduled to appear. Houston Carson, John Saxon, Barbie Hayden, Frank Thomas, Purple Haze, and many more. You can find out more info at Triple W Elite Championship Wrestling.com. Um, that should be a good show. Talk a little bit of, say what? That should be a good show. It, it really should be, and you know the NWA seems to be um, stepping up um, their game and putting out. And not, not that they haven't in the past, but it just seems that you know they just keep getting bigger and better with their. Um, uh, goings on, and seeing the NWA uh, wanted to, uh, you know, congratulate Jason Kincaid, previous guest. He is in Canada. Yes. Uh, so he's got a tour of Canada going on up there. Congratulations, Jason. Uh, one of the best guests I think we've had on the show. Um, it. He certainly is very soft spoken and cer- certainly very, I would say, a thinking man's wrestler. Absolutely. I would agree with that 100%. And I was trying to find something because uh, it wasn't long after he posted uh, his three-year anniversary as uh, NWA Smoky Mountain champion. He had posted something else, and I I neglected to put this down uh, in our our notes. But I'm trying to get it pulled up real quick because I I think it's pretty important uh, if I can find it real quick. Uh, I should have put this down. I knew I I knew I should have put this down. Chase Owens traveled to Japan, yes, as some of Japan. you may know. Yes, yeah, some of you may know, and some of you may not know. 
and uh, it was his first trip, I believe, over there um, uh, for NWA uh, through uh, – there was a, a big tournament going on. I got, I got tongue-tied. I'm trying to do two different things at once. Again, Welcome I should have done world. this beforehand. You see, you're supposed to, you're supposed to be here to remind me to put this stuff down. He's traveling with Bruce Tharp. They they went on a big, right, big tour over there, and I'm trying to find it right now because I, I don't want to give the incorrect, the incorrect belt. But Bruce posts a lot every time he goes there. He puts up a lot of pictures about uh, his trips, which is cool because it's always neat to look back and. Or look over them and see, you know, different things there. Uh, I'm trying to get there because I wanted to make sure that I gave out the right title. But uh, the short end of it is is that Chase Owens was victorious uh, in his mm-hmm. trip, and he won one of the NWA titles there. And I'm trying to get to it as fast as I can. He's got like 16 posts on here of him eating sushi. See, this is the perils again, folks. Of, yeah, for, this is the perils of uh, of trying to do a live show. Like I said, I, I apologize. I should have had this up well before the show, and I just it was something that I looked at, you know, and I just forgot right. about it. It's terrible. Yeah, because Going, it, it seems like it was so, you know. Uh, there's been a lot going on in the world of indie wrestling since uh, Saturday. There's my, been a ton of stuff. Go ahead. I'll keep interrupting you. An, my phone blew up from like 8 in the morning on Saturday. Sunday, pardon me, Sunday morning until about probably 2. So yeah. I had to charge it like twice. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, and we talked about this too before we went on the air. It seemed like there was so many things that happened just – you know, just different, just different little things that went on, and now I can't find it. This is upsetting me. There it is. Uh, this is from Bruce, Bruce Tharp's NWA uh, post. Congratulations to Crown Jewel Chase Owens on successful debut in New Japan and an impressive win over Bushi, who is also a great wrestler. It does not say the title that he won, but there is a picture on his page of him holding up, uh, holding up the title. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep trying to flip through and see if I can f- find it. Could it be the IWGP Junior Championship, I'm, maybe? NWA World Junior Heavyweight Title, October 13th, 2014, Tokyo, Japan. So okay. there it is, NWA World Junior Heavyweight, because NWA well, see, has not only territorial well, belts, but they also have the world belts. Right, but I think he was already the junior champion. Is it? Yeah, he's already the NWA World Junior Champion because he Isn't? won that from okay. Ricky Morton. I think he won it from Ricky Morton, but um, I was thinking maybe he might have won, like, uh, they were over there for IWGP. Okay. So, uh, That's I, all that I, it and says. I don't know. It just says, New, New, Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling debut against Bushi October 13, 2014. Oh, New Japan, sorry. Yeah. That's all that it says. So, but at any rate, one way or the other, uh, it was you know Jason had talked about him on the show. It was great to have him you know on and talk about Chase that he was going to go over there and do big things, you know, and that you know it still holds true to this day. We hear a lot of people talking about it. 
the first guy that comes to my mind is Stan Hansen. Stan Hansen, yeah. in, in in all fairness, was a how, how am I going to put this without sounding like I'm a complete moron? He was a mediocre star here in the United States. He was okay? like a journeyman. Yeah, he was like a mid-level card guy. He was never the guy, to, in my opinion. But Stan right. Hansen made a name for himself and basically lived in Japan after his glory days of NWA were done here in the States and pretty much became a legend in Japan. You say mm-hmm. Stan Hansen's mm-hmm. name in Japan, and it's like saying Hulk Hogan's name in the United States. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, two more people I can think of would probably be Dr. Death Steve Williams and Cherry Bam Bam Forty. Oh, they were uh, who, they're revered. They were like wrestling yeah. gods there. Uh, you know, the Road Warriors, they were big here. They're they're mm-hmm. huge. They were huge in Japan too. So yeah, you know, you can have a whole new career, you know, M V P got released from WWE, went to Japan, tore it up over there for Four years, maybe. Um, well, if you if you remember Lance Erickson talking about uh, that missed opportunity of going to Japan, right. and you know him being told that you get over there, you can get made. You know, so yeah. mm-hmm. it's uh, that's why I think it's so hard to crack in over there. But at any rate, you know, great to hear uh, Chase Owens doing doing really well over there, and. Uh, you know, expect big things. Chase Owens is one of those guys that you just know that something's good's going to happen because the hard work is already there. So, oh, good for him. Yes, most most certainly. And um, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, my good friend Justin Fireball and his uh, Grindhouse Wrestling Show. We'll talk a little bit about next week too. Uh, but he's back uh, for Day of the Dead, which November first is Day of the Dead. I don't know if you guys knew that, but. Um, this show is at the Tremont Music Hall in Charlotte, North Kekalahi. Uh It's 12 bucks to get in, 18 and uh, up only. Um, Satan is going to be the GM again. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have music acts such as the fill-ins, Dr. Circustein, and mm-hmm. Porch Mob, some go-go dancers, mm-hmm. and the very lovely Pandora Von Kitts. There's an open costume contest for the ladies, cash prizes, first and second place. I'll run down a couple matches, and we'll talk about the rest next week. El Zeno's going to take on Johnny Ryder. I have a feeling I know who El Zeno's going to be, so... Yeah, I think I do, too. Uh, Previous show guest, Mean Dean Richards, hashtag the team man pretty, and Marcus Mm -hmm. Mason are going to take on Big Country and Craig Huffman. Dean, what are you thinking? And I want to talk a little bit about this match, and I'll stop talking about them. <laughs> Previous show guest, <laughs> Mr. Please, he's going to take on Ronnie Nicole. He's <laughs> a oh ladder boy. match. <laughs> oh, boy. Sleeve is dead. <laughs> it's going to be day of his death. <laughs> Ronnie's going to kill him. You know that? Ronnie's, Ronnie's going to kill him. Put that out on Twitter. You. Hashtag Ronnie's <laughs> going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. I think, I'm not sure if I'm going to go to this show or not, but if I go, I'm going to start a Ronnie's going to kill you chant. 
Nothing less. I would expect nothing less. Yeah. It should be a solid matchup. Like I said, you know, when when Ronnie was on, uh, I watched her match uh, versus Timmy Lou Retton. Don't let the name fool you. Uh, Tim Retton can He's can great, go. Though. He can he can wrestle, and the match was uh, very hard hitting, very action packed. So th- uh, that that should be pretty cool. That should be pretty cool. Um, I wanted to go back briefly. I wanted to, to get. I wanted you to elaborate a little bit on what we were talking about, about wrestling fans' responsibility, because I've already gotten a couple messages saying, you know, I don't understand what you're saying. How is this a community thing? How does this affect the community? Let me let me put it to you this way, Bubba, okay, if you're not, if you haven't figured this out by now, okay, let's say that we here at Live from the Armory Wrestling Show, we rent our building out to lovely Laura's, bunkhouse stampede show and she doesn't promote it and they have 22 people that show up and nobody gets paid and you got a lot of angry people including the owner of the building so then let's just say stevie smith comes along two months later and says talks to the building owner says you know i'd like to i'd like to get uh you know the armory building for uh next week for a wrestling show and the owner looks at him and says, tough, tough chance here, bub. We're not running any more wrestling in here because of what happened a couple weeks ago. You kind of get my drift now, folks? You see where this is going? This is all inclusive. This affects more than just, it affects more than just the wrestlers that, that weren't paid at the show. And trust me, I understand. I get it. And, I've, and I have nothing but the utmost... Respect and sympathy. I understand people drove from Michigan and drove from Cleveland and drove from Pennsylvania. I get it. I understand. But when we're talking about the wrestling community, there are more than just the wrestlers that are involved in the wrestling community. I understand. I get it. It affects everyone. And nothing will change. This will still continue to happen, just like what Mark said, until people step up and start calling people out on bullshit and say, I know what this is. If it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, guess what, people? It's, it's a, a duck. duck. In this day and age of social media, I know on my timeline, and I get messages sent to me 24 hours a day, seven days a freaking week, you know, of different shows. Hey, can you can you guys pop this show? Can you pop that show? You know, and I look at it, and I'm like, some of the boys I know, some of them I don't. You know, we look at them, we try to make a, you know, try to make an educated guess. We got a call. We're going to take this call real quick, Laura, and then we'll get back on this. Oh, get it. Seven oh four. You're on with live from the Armory Wrestling Show. Bunkhouse Bob and Laura. What's going on? How are you? We're good. How hey, are you? Fine. Hey, I just wanted to call and uh, enjoy the show of what I could catch of it. Unfortunately, um, I work a shoot job just like everybody else uh, yep. and miss bits and pieces of it. Um, but, True God, hey, I'm calling you out live on the air. Bring it, Bubba. <laughs> Bring it. 
The house That's of right. pain. Uh, but no, I wanted to touch base on what you were um, – and, Bob, we've talked a little bit. Um, yeah. To be full disclosure, we've talked a little bit on this as far Absolutely. as um, – we have a big event coming up in High Point. Um, right. I did not say anything about the gentleman who was running uh, this past Saturday. But when I right. get phone calls, and this is part of the, the community you're talking about, when I get phone calls from fans who are concerned, mm-hmm. um, because the fans know that if no one shows up, there's a potential. And, you know, this has been the history of indie wrestling. There's a potential of people not getting paid. Um mm-hmm. But I, I want to apologize to everybody in the city of High Point. Um, myself and my family, we are currently living in High Point as we head back to Charlotte here soon. Um, but uh, we've adopted the Boys and Girls Club in High Point. Um, I knew something was up with the Boys and Girls Club because my agreement with the Boys and Girls Club even changed to where they had more documentation because of their concerns uh, with the gentleman. Uh, is about the best way I can put it. Um, mm-hmm. Without getting into too much details, a lot of people didn't get paid. Those who were smart and got their money before they walked in the door got paid. Right. So, and uh, shout out to Big John Williams, the person who helped on his half of the card did get paid. Okay, so I right. want to give him the name recognition uh, so everybody knows. Um it is what it is, man. It happens. I wish it wouldn't have happened in that venue. Um, but we'll make up for it this weekend. And we and we talked about this, and, and I, I just want to make sure that our listeners know that, that, that Brian Kanabruski, uh, the owner and promoter of PWX, was not involved with this show. But we, we talked about this from, from a fan standpoint, on my end, from his standpoint as a promoter, about it being all-inclusive and affecting more than just you know, one show or the parties involved. And we talked about uh, everybody having a responsibility. And Laura Laura talked about it, too. You know, as fans, you know, the promoters have a responsibility of doing what they do, promoting the show. You know, the wrestlers have a responsibility in checking out the promoter that's promoting the show. The fans have a responsibility in checking out both. You know, everybody has a responsibility, you know, and responsibility is part of, society it's part of community so you know we all play a part in the scenarios that go on like what happened this past weekend you know and it it just it befuddles me that why we continue to buy into this and we want to point blame on just one person and i think i think my, my final thought on it is is that we all share a portion of the blame we all because we all share a portion of the responsibility you two correct me if I'm wrong. No, absolutely. Um, I take full, uh, I take partial blame um, and not maybe voicing my opinion a little bit louder or pushing him to do a little bit better in his promoting because, I mean, uh, there's a lot, so many mistakes from early on just pointing to just craziness. Um, but that mutual respect that you have for another promoter, he's given the opportunity. If he's going to make a fool of himself, he's going to make a fool of himself. But, you know, it's one of those where, but at the same time, it's I don't want my fans of the venue to get hurt in the same respect. You know, I mean, a lot of people drove a long way to go to that show. 
mm-hmm. wrestlers, workers. I mean, there's a lot of great people who were on that card that I showed up to even see that I didn't get a chance to see. I totally agree with Mark um, and the Brutes and Lewis Moore and the guys not working that last match because they knew that they were going to put their bodies on the line. Granted, it was, you know, a few people that, you know, you you make that apology to the fans. Unfortunately, you know, there was no main event. But at the same time, I fully respect their decision. Um, I would not want someone to put their body on the line if they knew they weren't getting paid. That's what, I mean, there was an agreement, a, a man, a gentleman's agreement, you know, a handshake that was given, here's what you're going to get right. paid for working right. for me. That's where, but I fully support them. Um, hopefully one of these times we'll get back to getting the Brutes back on the PWX card. Definitely want to see them work, uh, and we'll go from there. But um, it's it's a bad blemish on the business. Uh, unfortunately, um, it happened in, in one of our venues that I consider, you know, uh, a very supportive venue for us and, and one that we love to support them as well. Uh, All right. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm I'm gonna make up for it this weekend. So I encourage anybody, if you're in that High Point Triad or just North Carolina, I know Laura's coming from Virginia. I got fans yep. like James Shaver coming all the way from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. So That's uh, right. I will make up for it this weekend. I promise you that. Yeah, we've. Uh, That's what I've been telling everybody, Brian. I was gonna say Laura's already given out the information, plugged it, gave out the Eventbrite info. It's going to be a big well, show. I appreciate, I appreciate y'all being being very supportive. Um, do anything to support y'all too. Um, appreciate it. Again, I think I, I don't want to hog the rest of your clothes, uh, but I, I want to just thank y'all and just uh, let everybody know that um, I apologize for the events that happened this weekend. Uh, that a lot of us in North Carolina apologize for the events of this weekend, and uh, we will definitely all strive to make it up to you. We got you, brother man. Thank you for calling. Yeah. Thank you all. Thanks, Enjoy Brian. the show as always. Have a great evening, Laura. I'll see you on Sunday. Uh, everybody take yeah. care. And uh, let me go bust on Tommy Thomas's door and just see what he's up to. Have a good night. <laughs> he's, in, he's in a relationship with sports entertainment, so wish him well. All right. Sounds like a plan. Hopefully I won't interrupt anything with Mr. and Mr. Sports <laughs> Oh, boy. All right, Brian. Have a good night. Yeah, all right. Bye, Brian. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> Mr. Brian Have Cameron. you seen that real quick? What's that? <laughs> Have you seen that on Tommy's Facebook page? No, <laughs> He's I haven't. Worth it or Oh boy, only Tommy, only Tommy. What was your? Give me your. Give me your final thought, Laura, on this NCSW thing, and then we're going to move on from it. I really think it boils down. I know the fans have responsibility, but the wrestler that I was speaking with, which I don't want to name names, he's worked for this person before, was talking with another wrestler, and they know how this guy is. If you know somebody is shady, don't yeah. work for them. Because you're Shame on. right there, so I'm put them out of business. Yeah. Nobody, you don't have anybody to work with you're, you're with, you know? Right. What's that old saying? Shame on, uh, fool me once, shame on. You fool me twice, shame on me. Shame on me. Something like that. Mm Yeah. Yeah. All right. I wanted to let everybody know our guest next week, pretty excited about these two. Pretty excited about these two. Oh, yeah. Next week. Heck yeah. Next week, I said it before, one of the best promo guys 
that I've listened to in a while that you probably, I hope you've heard of him, but if you haven't, you're going to find out real quick. James Drake from SWA will be with us. Really excited to, to talk to him. And then, He's like nobody's business. Uh, he, uh, it should be pretty cool. I'm going to leave it at that. Very cool. So check out James Drake. Check him out on Google, YouTube, SWA. And we also will have next week, we will have from Santino Brothers, she was this year's winner of the Luna Vachon Memorial Cup, Ruby Rays will be with us next week. And I'm really Heck excited yeah. about that because there is some really cool stuff coming out of Santino Brothers, some really mm-hmm. cool stuff. And we've, we've talked about it before. We talked about it with Tito Escondido about yep. about the Santino Brothers, about the, the, the venue that they wrestle in, which is at Santino Brothers Wrestling Academy, how small it is, and you can see people standing at the door to catch some of these matches. Excellent workers, great work ethic involved by everybody. And Ruby is one of those uh, one of those wrestlers that wrestles singing, single women's competition, and she will also wrestle guys. She is not afraid of the inter. Go. That's right, the intergender mix-up. She's a very tough chick. We're going to have her on the show. We're really uh, really excited about that. So we'll have uh, all of our normal nonsense that uh, we normally have. You know, all that other cool stuff. But uh, James Drake and Ruby Rays will be with us next week. Want to thank, uh, want to thank Mark James for giving us a few moments of his time tonight. We want to thank Matt Classic for uh, coming on the show, talking about AIWF. Want to thank True God for coming on and just being really straight, really funny guy. I, lo- I, lo- I like him a lot. He's uh, I gained a whole new level of respect for True tonight. So uh, very cool True's to talk. A great guy. And, yeah, and uh, and of course it was cool to. Uh, to talk to Patton Jones. So, uh, folks, if there is a uh, wrestling promotion or a wrestler in your area that you would like to hear us uh, talk about or get uh, an interview with, uh, send us a message on Facebook uh, or send us a message on Twitter at From the Armory, and we will certainly try to get them on. So, we uh, we strive to bring you a gamut of guests, so to speak. Lord, do you have uh, anything that you would like to close out with? I just want to uh, you know, thank everybody for listening to us and making us so popular because without you guys, we're not anything. We're just two wrestling fans sitting here talking to each other and just listening to our head ro- heads roar. But we really appreciate everybody's support. Um, some big things are on the horizon for 2015. Can't go into them, but, you know, Bob and I are working. We're working really hard, and I'm looking forward to uh, WrestleCade because I get to meet Bob. Bob will get to meet the crazy uh, people that I've met over the last year as well. And so, uh, you know, that's community too, you know. Um, It's almost like family. It's like an extended family uh, professional wrestling, and I'm very honored that – Everybody has let us into their worlds, and I just want to say thanks to everybody. Absolutely, absolutely. It will be a very, very cool time to be had by all lawyers, right? We are working diligently to find new guests for you to bring onto the show, 
and to continue on with what we have uh with what we have done and uh we certainly again appreciate everyone's support uh without you uh this show is like Laura said just her and I rambling on about nothing uh, except for wrestling folks uh you can hear us on blog talk radio every wednesday night at seven o'clock eastern time we're also heard on iTunes. We'd like to thank our uh, partners in this uh, venture. We would like to thank www.fnxnetwork.com. Our stream can be heard overseas on that website. We would also like to thank Strong Style Life Clothing. You can find them at www.ssclothing.com. Remember, folks, there is never a bad seat here at the Armory, and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy your night. been listening to live from the armory wrestling radio show listen to us on blogtalkradio.com every wednesday night at 7 p.m eastern time subscribe to us on itunes follow us on twitter at from the armory and you can find us on facebook at facebook.com backslash live.armory.9 if you like what you hear Please take a few moments to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Thank you for listening. See you next week.